home run. This is BYU Baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now to get you ready for Cougar Baseball, here's Jason Shepard. BYU baseball fans, welcome into Whataburger Field in Corpus Christi, Texas. It is the site of the Clayburg Bank College Classic tonight. The BYU Cougars taking on the Texas A&M Corpus Christi Islanders. My name is Jason Shepard. Thank you for tuning in. My broadcast partner for this evening is BYU Baseball Director of Operations, Tuckett Slade. Tuckett, it was just a couple of days ago we were in Mesa, Arizona. BYU falling to Cal. Cougars come into this matchup 2-2. Two and two. I know BYU is looking to get things started on a high note today. Yeah, we really are. I mean, you lost a diff- we lost a disappointing game on Monday to Cal. Hoping to finish that trip a little bit better at 3-1. and one. But, uh, hey, we're 2-2. Two and two. We're playing a pretty good team that's, that's lost a few games of late. Yeah, lost three right? in a row. So, so they're hungry for a win, and we're playing in their tournament. Beautiful, beautiful ballpark we're playing in, and the boys are hungry and ready to play. BYU, the designated visiting team for tonight's game. We're going to quickly pause for our national anthem, and we'll get you the starting lineup coming up on the other side. We're just moments away from first pitch here at Whataburger Field in Corpus Christi, Texas. BYU will head to the plate first in the top of the first inning, leading off for BYU number three, Danny Jelilich. Danny will also be playing center field, batting number two, batting in the second spot, number 13, and playing first base is Brian Sue, wearing number 44, playing right field. Brock Hale will bat third. Jackson Clough playing second base will be the cleanup hitter. He wears number four. Number 17, Keaton Crindon, today's designated hitter, will bat fifth. Mitch McIntyre dropping down into the sixth spot. He wears number six and will play left field. DJ McNew gets the start at third base, wears number 12. He will bat seventh. In the eighth spot, the catcher, Noah Hill, wearing number two. And the freshman, number five, Carson Matthews, will play shortstop and bat ninth. In the bottom of the inning, Jared Lesser will be getting his first start as a BYU Cougar for the Texas A&M Corpus Christi Islanders. Leo Perez will take the mound for the Islanders. And this is a guy that I know they, uh, they're pretty excited about, but as you mentioned to start the broadcast, this Islander team started the year out with two wins. They had won their first two ball games, and then it dropped the last three, and in the last two, they've given up ten runs apiece. Yeah, you know, when you get to those later games on that opening weekend, you start to have to use a lot of bullpen arms because, hey, college baseball is built to have really three starters, right? 
Some teams have a fourth for midweek games, but usually three starters, and on the midweeks they pen them together. So obviously their bullpen didn't throw very well. Um, but but I'll tell you one thing: their their pitchers five games in five in what the last seven days now, they've pitched a ton of innings, and so they're going to be wore down. But if, so you can get to that bullpen early. That could be a really good sign for the Cougs. Leo Perez making his second appearance for the Islanders. 4.5 ERA, pitched four innings, gave up five hits, two runs, both were earned, three strikeouts, gave up four doubles in his first at bat. BYU would love to take advantage of that again tonight. Yeah, definitely would. Danny Jelilich making his way to the batter's box, and we are underway here at Whataburger Field. We're right next to the bay here in Corpus Christi, and so you've got that, uh, that sea air blowing into the ballpark. That's a brisk night, that's for sure. A little misty, too. First pitch. Hit right into center field, right at the center fielder, Nick Anderson, who moves up for the catch. One pitch and quickly one out for Perez here in the top of the first inning. Yeah, good swing there by Jelly. Had a good fastball to hit. Hammered it just right at him. Brian Sue. Batting in the second spot tonight. Playing first base. First pitch to Sue is outside for ball one. Leo Perez is from Palm View, Texas. He's a 6'1", 228 sophomore, right-handed pitcher. Facing Brian Sue, right-handed hitter. 1-0 pitch. Taken for strike one. One ball and one strike here with one out in the top of the first. One-one pitch outside. Now two balls and one strikes to Brian. So Coach Littlewood uh, decided to move up Sue to the two-hole this year, uh, for this game to, to see if uh, can kind of spark that lineup a little bit. Two-one pitch called strike two, evening the count at two balls and one strike. Nice thing about having Sue in the two-hole, he's a guy that, you know, a future leadoff hitter on, he can hit and run, he can bunt, he can really handle the bat. Two-two pitch, chopped to the third baseman. Ends up going all the way to the shortstop. The throw over to first is low. The first baseman, Luke Marbach, not able to dig it out. And Sue's going to have a base hit. Yeah, umpire looked like he wanted to call him out, which from our vantage point, I thought he would beat it, but it was a close play. But uh, first baseman wasn't able to pick it. The third baseman, Enrique Sanchez, moved to his left. Looked like he was going to get it. Ended up letting it go through. And... Steven Rivera Shaheen, the shortstop, able to glove it. But by that time, Sue was already way down the line. And luckily for the Cougars, Marbach wasn't able to dig it out of the dirt. And Sue's at first base with one out. Brock Hale, the batter. First pitch he sees from Perez is called strike one. Yeah, good fastball right there on the outer half. Running away from Brock. Good way to start there for Perez. Sue on first base. Hale at the plate. Throw over to first. Sue able to get back safely. Brock Hale leading the team in batting average, 375. He's got the team's only home run as well. BYU take a home run here. Nice 2 nothing lead early would be nice. Chops that ball foul past the third base. 0-2 the count to the BYU right fielder. Jackson Clough on deck. Hey, you said he's got the first home run of the game. He's, 
of, of the season for the Cougs on Monday, he's a guy who uh, can lead the team and should lead the team in home runs. The 0-2 pitch from Perez on its way. Chop to the third baseman, Sanchez. A little slow roller, and that's not going to make it in time. Hale is going to get a, a single out of it, and on the throwing error, it's going to be Brian Sue advancing to third base. That's the second play at first where Luke Marbach has not been able to dig out a low throw. This one got past him, and because of that, Brian Sue, who is at second, advances to third. It's now runners on the corners with only one out. Yeah, and that definitely was going to be a hit. He'd have beaten it out. The first baseman just got to go and block that, and because he didn't keep it in front of him, it scooted away, and Sue heads up base running, got to third. So now you're in a first and third situation with Clough up. Jackson Clough, left-handed batter. Waits for the first pitch from Perez, which is high for ball one. BYU with two hits already. An error on the Islanders. Throw over to first. Hale back safely. I tell you, Perez has quick feet. He does. Both pickoff attempts have been really close, much closer than you would assume they'd be because both base runners weren't really off the bag and still positioned. But, man, he's quick, and he makes it a tough for them to get good leads. Well, Marbach's just hoping if, they do throw, if he does throw it over that it's not in the dirt anymore. 1-0 pitch to Clough. Swing and a miss for strike one. One ball, one strike with one out in the top of the first. BYU with runners on the corners. Keaton Kringlin, the designated hitter on deck. We're at Whataburger Field in Corpus Christi, Texas, taking on Texas A&M Corpus Christi, the Islanders. Leo Perez, number 31, is pitched to Clough in the dirt. Two balls and one strike to Jax. So the talk offensively from Coach Pratt and Coach Littlewood to the offense this week has been about, hey, getting yours, not doing too much, right? Take your walk. Okay, get your pitch, and don't swing at his pitch. And so that's really something to, to notice for this weekend and see how they do. 2-1 to Jackson. In, whoa, I thought that was way inside. They got a strike called on that pitch. Two balls and two strikes. Not sure Jackson agreed with that call either. Yeah, I agree. It definitely was uh, looked in. Count even at two balls and two strikes. 2-2 pitch. Jackson Clough strikes out. It's the second out of the inning. Yeah, changeup running away that wasn't even close to the zone. A pitch you hope that Jackson could just take. But it's tough when you haven't seen that pitch. Exactly. Right? It's the first time he's really thrown at this game. You know, it starts on the corner and runs away. And, and Jackson's really in, in the mode of just battling there. And just that ball just kept running away on him. Keaton Kringlin, the batter. Hitting from the right side. Facing Leo Perez, the right-handed pitcher from Texas. And that ball's grounded up the middle. But right at Rivera Shaheen, he steps on second base for the third out, and that will retire the Cougars in the top of the first. We head to the bottom of the first from Whataburger Field in Corpus Christi. No score on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to the ballpark and Jason Shepard. Jason Shepard and Tuckett Slade from Corpus Christi, Texas. It's the Claiborne Bank College Classic. BYU facing Texas A&M, Corpus Christi. The other teams involved in this tournament is Ohio State, who BYU will face tomorrow, and then Oral Roberts. BYU will face Oral Roberts coming up on Saturday before flying home. 
Jared Lesser getting his first start for the BYU Cougars. His first pitch into the leadoff hitter, Enrique Sanchez, is called strike one. Ball outside. Now one ball and one strike. While this is Jared's first start as a BYU Cougar, he takes the mound with a win already. Yes, he does. <laughs> so not a bad way to start. Get your first start, and you already have a win to your name. That ball grounded in the hole and in the left field. That'll be a base hit for Enrique Sanchez. Yeah, fastball running away right there, and Sanchez did a good job. He kind of rolled over on it, and because he did that, it rolled over right that through the sixth hole and got a leadoff single for him. Itchy Burtz, the second baseman at the plate. In case any of you are wondering, Itchy is not his given name. I looked it up. His first name is David. Okay. But I cannot tell you how excited I have been to call the name of Itchy Burtz. He shows bunt. The pitch is called strike. He did give at it. The ball gets away from Noah Hill and runs all the way to the backstop. Yeah, not what happened there. Uh, it's kind of weird to see what happened there. It looked like it was a foul tip, but Noah just dropped that. Uh, maybe the bat got in his eyes, you know, on the on the on the bun attempt. But uh, tough break there. Sanchez which, advancing to second yeah. on that. So now nobody out. Runner on second. Burt's the batter, and the count to Itchy. No balls and one strike. Lesser's 0-1 pitch. Swing and a foul. Just past the BYU dugout. The Cougars to our right. The Islanders in the dugout to our left. A little bit of a gap in right center. Jelilich playing over to his right just a little bit. The scattering report shows that Itchy's more of a slap guy. Likes to kind of flare it that way towards shortstop and center. Lessers, 0-2 pitch to Burtz. Chopped foul again. Count remains, no balls and two strikes. This is where Burtz is just trying to roll over right here. Roll over to second base or first and advance that runner and have a good quality team at bat. If you're, if you're Lesser, you want to throw everything kind of running away to kind of make it tough on him to do that. Because if you look at those both swings you just had right there, he was one hand out trying to just pull anything he can and, and way hitting the ball foul. Burtz is 5'8", 166 pounds. He's a junior from League City, Texas. Where's number one? Lesser's pitch, low for ball one. Now one ball and two strikes. Sanchez with a leadoff single, advancing to second on the pass ball. Burtz awaiting the one-two pitch from Lesser. Jared's pitch on its way. Chopped foul again right over the head of BYU head coach Mike Littlewood. He's really getting in on those hands right there. One ball and two strikes to Itchy Burtz. Plays second base for the Islanders. Islanders wearing black with blue and white. BYU in their Gray pinstripes. One two pitch to Burtz. Good pitch. Call strike three. Struck out Itchy Burtz. Jared Lesser with his first strike out of the game, and that's the first out here in the bottom of the first. Still runner on second, but now 
with one out coming to the plate is the center fielder, Nick Anderson. Yeah, great backdoor slider right there. Itchy thought it was running away, and it came right back over the corner of the plate from our view. Great pitch. And, uh, and big out right there to not let them advance that runner. So now a sack fly or a ground ball, you know, takes the lead. Still work to be done, but so far so good. Nick Anderson playing center field. He's 5'10 from Sugarland, Texas. First pitch Anderson sees is low and outside for ball one. And Lesser brings a lot to the arsenal here. The guy who has a cutter, a slider, a curveball, a changeup, and a fastball. So... And he can throw all five of those pitches for strikes. So that's what makes him kind of really nice and intriguing at a starting pitcher. And he's a big guy, 6'4". Yeah. He's 220. 1-0 pitch to Anderson. Taken for strike one, evening the count at one ball and one strike. And there's that slider again we talked about. Tough. It started right at Anderson's front hip and got him to bail just a little bit. And good way to even the count up. On deck is Thomas Jeffries. Pitch to Anderson. They called the ball. They appealed to the second base umpire to see if Anderson had gone all the way around. They say he did not. It's now two balls and one stripe. Anderson is a senior. Lesser a junior. Jared from Price, Utah. Two-one count, one out, no score. Two-one pitch, low for ball three. And a nice job by Anderson to lay off that pitch. A tough pitch to lay off right there. It's a fastball that looks good, and then it just drops off at the end. I know me if I'm hitting, I'm swinging that that pitch, and that plus count. Noah Hill behind the plate. Awaiting the 3-1 pitch from Jared Lesser. 3-1 pitch on its way. Gets the inside corner for strike two. The count now full, 3-2 and two to Nick Anderson. And again, do you see how much he bailed right there? So far, Lesser's showing that his, his slider is his best pitch early in this game. I mean, Anderson is fooled by that pitch. I wouldn't be surprised if you go right back to it. But this time, start it down the middle and break it away for the swing and miss. Anderson moved up in the batter's box just a little bit. Count three and two. Runner still at second with one out. Lesser hits the outside corner. Called strike three. It's back-to-back strikeouts for Jared Lesser. Now two outs with a runner in scoring position. Coming to the plate, the right fielder, number 13, Thomas Jeffries the fourth. He's a 6'3", 197-pound senior from Louisville, Texas. That, that slider is devastating. I mean, that's a tough pitch. Got both uh, strikeouts looking on that pitch. Lester doing a nice job fighting back after a leadoff single and then having the runner advance on a ball that went all the way to the backstop. First pitch taken for strike one. So Jeffries the fourth actually has a couple of common interests for the Cougs. He played high school baseball with Casey Jacobson and Noah Hill. So that's kind of cool. A couple of Texas yeah. boys back yeah. in their home state. Saw Noah's dad uh, before the game. Said hello to him and his uh, lovely wife. To see Noah's parents. Yeah, great family. The 0-1 pitch to Jeffries. 
Low and inside. Nice job by Noah to yeah. block that to keep Sanchez from advancing on to third base. Yeah, really good job there by Noah. Because Jeffrey's the type of hitter that's got a little a slap to him. If you get a runner to third here, he can hit an infield single type to score a run, which would be something that just you hate as a pitcher. You hate when they get RBIs on balls that don't even leave the infield. BYU did not score in the top of the first. Jared Lesser looking to make sure that the Islanders put a zero up in the bottom of the inning as well. There's two outs, runner on second. The batter is Thomas Jeffries, and time has been called by the home plate umpire. One and one, the count to Jeffries. One-one pitch on its way. Outside for ball two. Two and one with two outs. Cougars uh. playing Ohio State tomorrow, then Oral Roberts on Saturday. How cool is this ballpark? In the summertime, can you imagine going on those slides in right field? Yeah, there's a awesome. water there's a water park just on the other side of the right field wall. A little too cold to yeah. jump in that right now. 2-1 pitch to Jeffries, taken for strike two, evening the count at two balls and two strikes. Now, from our vantage point, looking out beyond the park, you've got the water slide that, you, that Tuckett was mentioning, but then you've got this bridge that is now lit up now that the sun has gone down and it's getting darker, and it's, it changes colors, and then you've got the bay on the other side. It's a very picturesque ballpark. Yes, awesome. 2-2 pitch. Swing and a foul ball. Count remains 2-2. Two and two. Was talking with the radio voice of the AA team that actually, uh, it's their home, the Corpus Christi Hooks, or the AA affiliate of the Houston Astros. And he was telling me that this ballpark was built in 2005, and it looks to be in really good shape for almost 15 years old. But he says because it's so close to the bay, you have that, that sea air coming in. They're constantly having to maintain it, and that's why it's in such good shape. 2-2 pitch, swing and a foul, back and out of play. Two balls and two strikes. I would imagine when you've got that salty air coming in oh constantly, yeah. the, keep, the upkeep on the ballpark, you're constantly well, making you, sure that it's not eroding things. Yeah, you have all that steel out there that constantly rusts, and then you have all the padding that wear and tear with the wind and, and, and moisture. Makes it for a lot of upkeep. But well, it's beautiful. They, they, this, this park looks immaculate, like it's brand new. Absolutely. Two balls, two strikes, two outs. The batter is Thomas Jeffries. Jared Lesser's pitch on its way. I think they called that high because it was right down the middle. Three and two the count now. Yeah, I was already putting my hand up for strike three. But uh, looks like that ball was a little high. It looked like the same pitch he struck out uh, the second baseman on for the first strike out of the inning. Third baseman Enrique Sanchez Jr. is at second base, and he's been there since his leadoff single. And then advancing on an error. 3-2 pitch to Jeffries. Popped him up on the infield. Lesser is going to make the play himself. He does. That's three outs. We now head to the top of the second inning. No score from Corpus Christi on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Top of the second inning from Whataburger Field in Corpus Christi, Texas. BYU taking on Texas A&M Corpus Christi. 
No score here in the top of the second inning. Coming to the plate, left fielder Mitch McIntyre, who up until this point had hit in the number two spot. Tonight that's going to Brian Sue. Mitch hitting in the sixth spot in the order, and he'll lead off here in the top of the second inning. DJ McNew on deck. First pitch to Mitch. Inside, call ball one. Or excuse me, strike one. Jason Shepard and Tuckett Slade with you here on BYU Radio 107.9 FM. Thanks for tuning in. McIntyre quickly behind 0-2. Leo Perez wastes no time. And with nobody on base, he's coming to the plate quickly. The 0-2 pitch to McIntyre. Swing and a foul. Count remains 0-2. Yeah, the Cougs let him off the hook there in the first inning when he had first and third and one out with Clough, who had a really good weekend in Kringland coming up, and we had the strikeout and the ground out. That's a, that's, a, that's a situation in the game that you're like, hey, you've got to find a way to score a run early in that game and, and get some confidence going. The 0-2 pitch to McIntyre is taken low for ball one. One ball and two strikes. It's a good take right there by Mitch. The pride of Tooele, Utah. He'd say, will you please call it Stansbury? Stansbury, excuse me. <laughs> yes. 1-2 pitch. Fouled right past first base. One ball and two strikes. Him and Coach Pratt always have a battle of what school is better, Twill or Stansbury, you know? <laughs> I'm going to assume it's Coach Pratt that wins that argument Usually, because he's yeah. the coach. Yeah, it definitely is. Mitch doesn't back down, though. One-two pitch to McIntyre, high and outside, evening the count at two balls and two strikes. Mitch was a dual-sport athlete in high school. Played, he was a starting quarterback for him as well. Can play quarterback, can play the outfield, can pitch. Oh, yeah, he can do it all. The 2-2 pitch to Mitch. That ball hit deep into right field. It's at the track, at the wall, and it is gone. Mitch McIntyre puts BYU on top with a solo shot. 1-0 Cougars in the top of the second inning. Wow, that was an absolute no-doubter. I'm sitting there thinking off the bat, oh, that might just be a pop fly. And then you see the right fielder. He literally just kind of stood there and took two steps and starts turning around. And I'm like... That thing's going to get out of here. And, man, that's a big-time home run right there to, to get things going for the Cougs. Nothing like talking up a guy as being yeah. a great athlete. Yeah. And the next pitch, he takes it yard. Yeah, absolutely. one nothing BYU on the Mitch McIntyre home run. That brings to the plate third baseman DJ McNew, who's had a nice start to his BYU career. First pitch he sees is skied straight up. The catcher... Drake Osborne was in position to make the play but didn't judge it right as the ball went back just a little bit and he wasn't able to make the catch. DJ yeah. McNew dodges a bullet on that one. Yeah, that ball was skied yeah, straight it, up. That was definitely what you call a big league pop-up right there because <laughs> that was a extremely high foul ball. But DJ gets a break here, right? And now you have to make that hurt if you're McNew. It's a guy that's hitting 375 with four RBIs. Next pitch from Perez outside, evening the count at 1-1. One and one. <laughs> That fly ball took forever to yes, fall. Yes, it did. I thought it was going to get foul. 1-1 one, one pitch to McNew. Nice job getting the inside corner. One ball and two strikes. 
Man, that home run was so impressive because look at that flag. It's coming straight in from right. And that's a, it's a brisk night with some mist in the air. It's tough to do. That's impressive. One two pitch from Perez to McNew. Chopped to the third baseman. Will stay fair. McNew running it out. He will be out, though, on a nice throw by Enrique Sanchez to Luke Marbach. Yeah, really good play there by Sanchez coming to getting that ball and keeping it. Because if he, if he doesn't field that where he does, it might hit the bag, which then can cause some craziness there. So good play right there and really good throw. Noah Hill steps into the batter's box with one out here in the top of the second inning. BYU leading one to nothing. Mitch McIntyre with a solo home run, his first of the season. Noah Hill showing bunt, fouls it off. Noah has done a fantastic job starting the year, not just at the plate, but... Out of this is now BYU's fifth game, he's been the catcher for four of them, and I thought he's done a really nice job behind the plate. Yeah, he's done a really good job. He's a guy who's just kind of earned it. You know, a senior, played a little bit of infield early on in his career, been a catcher the last couple of years, and just a bulldog that the coaches trust back there. A one pitch from Perez, high and outside for ball one. One ball and one strike. And offensively, the thing that's great about Noah is he knows who he is as a hitter. You know, all of his hits this year have been clutch hits, right? Yep. RBI-type hits. Hitting 308. He pops that ball up in between three Islanders, and it's wow. going to fall in Drops. shallow left center. Be a base hit for Noah Hill. As we mentioned, there were three Islanders around it, and it fell right in front of Mike Williams, yeah. the left fielder. Yeah, Williams took a first step back, thinking it was hit harder, and it was one of those off the end of the bat fly balls that just landed right between all three of them. Williams had the best shot to get it. The center fielder really wasn't making a full. You notice that? He wasn't running extremely hard to go get that, and the shortstop had a no angle at it, and it just barely falls on the on the slide. Yeah, the one guy that was going to get it just came up a step or two short. Quick throw over to first base, and they're going to get Noah Hill before he can get back to the bag. Nice job by Leo Perez to erase that base hit from Noah Hill. Yeah, that's something that just can't happen. There's no action there. There's no hit and run. There's no still on, right? We, you've seen in the first inning he had a quick feet. You've got to be closer to the bag there, and you can't afford getting picked off there after you just got a break on a bloop single. The batter now is the freshman, shortstop, Carson Matthews, hitting 333. First pitch from Perez is ball one. Danny Jelilich on deck if Carson can get on base. 1-0 pitch taken for strike one. One ball and one strike. BYU with a 1-0 lead in the Mitch McIntyre solo home run here in the top of the inning. McIntyre and Hale, the two players with home runs for the Cougars. 1-1 one, one pitch is a swing and a miss. One ball and two strikes now to Carson Matthews. One-two pitch. Low and outside, evening the count at two balls and two strikes. Yeah, that was a big out in that pickoff. From Perez getting Noah Hill, his lead was just a little too big to get back in time. And to your point, Perez has been quite effective throwing over to first. Line drive right at the shortstop, Stephen Rivera Shaheen 
and that retires the Cougars in the top of the second. They do get one run on the Mitch McIntyre home run and lead 1-0 heading to the bottom of the second on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to the ballpark and Jason Shepard. We begin the bottom of the second from Whataburger Field in Corpus Christi, Texas. BYU leading 1-0. Jared Lesser on the mound. Facing the catcher, Drake Osborne. Osborne takes strike one. Mitch McIntyre giving BYU the lead. The no-doubter over the right field wall. 0-1 pitch to Osborne. Called strike two. Nice job by Lesser to get ahead 0-2 to Osborne. Yeah, if Lesser starts commanding the fastball like he has the last two pitches, it's, it could be a really good night for him because his off-speed stuff has been electric so far. Osborne, 5'10", 194 junior from Sandia, Texas. Gets him swinging for the first out of the inning. Nice job, wasting no time. The BYU starting pitcher, Jared Lesser. Yeah, and just like I just said, right? If you throw those two fastballs for strikes, now you start that cutter, right? The same location that runs, you know, three, or three to six inches outside. It's tough to take that pitch, and you swing through it for strike three. Good start to the inning by Les. Left fielder, Mike Williams. His first chance to see Jared Lesser. First pitch from Jared outside for ball one. Williams from Rowlett, Texas. 6'4", 188 junior. Big guy. 1-0 pitch. Swing and a foul right at home plate. 1-1 the count. One out here in the bottom of the second. BYU leading 1-0. BYU and Ohio State tomorrow. It's the Clayburg Bank College Classic continues here from Corpus Christi. And then on Saturday, the Cougars facing Oral Roberts. But right now, they're worried about the Islanders of Texas A&M Corpus Christi. Now one ball and two strikes after a swing and a foul ball from Mike Williams. Jason Shepard and Tuckett Slade with you tonight. Thanks for tuning in here on BYU Radio 107.9 FM. One-two pitch from Lesser. Outside for ball two, even in the count at two balls and two strikes. Yeah, good waste pitch right there. Now you can really go to whatever pitch you want. Going to go up to that. Uh, it's going to try to go slider down and in. All right, we'll see. You call slider down and in. The 2-2 pitch on its way. Swing and fouled off to the left. Count remains, two balls and two strikes. All right, I'm going to call a slider down and in this time. <laughs> I meant now. If, if I keep saying it, it's going to get right. This is the pitch it's I meant, yes. It's going to get right if I keep saying it. Lesser, the junior, facing Williams, the junior. And the 2-2 pitch. Ground ball to the first baseman, Brian Sue. Runs over to first, steps on the bag, and quickly two away here in the bottom of the second. 50-50 hey, shot, and I got it right that time. <laughs> so, you know, that's the name of this game. If I can predict 50% of the time, hey, if someone's 50% at the plate, Absolutely. they're a superstar. Absolutely. They're going to get uh, They're going to get a contract for $300 million <laughs> for 10 years or more. Uh, no kidding. <laughs> what do you think Mike Trout's going to get, $500 million? Because he's better than all those guys, yeah, right? he's, yeah, well, and it's another year or two down the line, so it seems to go up in $100 million increments. Pretty much. Biggest contract ever in pro sports. And we saw him Monday. 
It's our claim to fame. So we saw Mike Trout walking through the press box at Tempe Diablo Stadium. He said hi to me. That's all I have to say is he <laughs> said hi to me, Shep. I don't remember that happening. I'm now an Angels fan. Okay. I've been an Angels fan because of the because of the bees, right? Sure. I'm a huge New York Met fan, but the Angels are my AL team. Makes sense. Number 27, Andrew Martinez facing Jared Lesser. Takes that for ball one. Now one ball and one strike to the Islanders' designated hitter. And Druid Martinez from Venezuela. Swing and a foul ball out of play. Man, I love Lester's demeanor and tempo right here. It's give me the ball, I'm getting on the mound, and I'm going to work. Everything about his mound presence right now is confidence. Absolutely. And in control. Absolutely. It's exactly what you want to see from a starting pitcher to open up a weekend. Two outs, BYU leading one to nothing. To count one and two to Martinez. One-two pitch from Lesser. Martinez able to get a bat on it. A little floater out to second base. Jackson Clough moves back to make the catch. That retires the Islanders in the bottom of the second. We head to the top of the third. Cougars coming to the plate, leading 1-0 on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin Jason Shepard. Shep alongside Tuckett Slade. BYU Baseball Director of Operations here on BYU Radio, 107.9 FM. You're listening to Cougar Baseball on BYU with a 1-0 lead. Cougars now in the top of the third, and it's top of the order. Danny Jelilich, who flied out to center field in his first at bat. He's facing Leo Perez, who's back out on the mound for the Islanders, and swings at strike one. You know, Jelly has all the tools to be a great leadoff hitter. He also could be a fantastic three-hole. The one problem he has, in my opinion, as a leadoff is that he's a free swinger. Right, he doesn't take a lot of pitches. He's a guy that first pitch he sees him strike, he's hacking. Oh, one pitch to Jelilich. Hits him in the back of the leg, and he'll take his base. Get on base any way you can. Absolutely, especially with Sue coming up that gives you so many options here. He's a guy, this is the combo that Coach Little wanted to see with Sue in the two-hole because Jelly is the fastest guy on our team, one of the fastest guys in the West. That's how fast he is. And hit and run, steal, punt and run, do things to create action and pressure for the defense. Yeah, that both moves have worked out because Mitch McIntyre was dropped down yeah. to the sixth spot. The power hole. Yeah. <laughs> and hit a home run Yep. to give BYU the one nothing lead. For sure. Sue at the plate facing Perez. Jelilich at first. Nobody out. First pitch from Perez taken for strike one. We're at Whataburger Field in Corpus Christi, Texas. First time you and I have been here. Not just to the field, but to Corpus Christi in general. Yep. Throw over to first. Jelilich back. First baseman Marbach dropped that ball again. Yeah, very, very unfortunate right there. It hit Jelich, it bounced and hit him, or else that gets to the wall. And Jelich, with his speed, that could carry, carry him down the right field line. He, he could have got third. to third, yeah. The Clayburg Bank College Classic. BYU and Texas A&M Corpus Christi. The 0 1 pitch, and there's a bunt past the pitcher. He's able to glove it, get over to first for the out. Sue is out, but a nice job advancing Jelilich to second. Yeah, Sue's probably kicking himself because he's such a good bunter, and even though that got the job, 
in his mind, he wanted to hit the ball down the line and still a hit out of it. That wasn't a dra- that wasn't a uh, sacrifice right there. Coach rarely likes a sacrifice from first to second. He said, "Hey, if we're going to bunt, we're going to be down the line or foul." So that was just right in between the line and the pitcher's mound, which is is way too too close to the pitcher. If if he's three feet to the left, he beats that out, and it's a hit. And now you're really got something going. Now one out. The Cougars do have a runner in scoring position. The batter is the right fielder, Brock Hale. Pitch to Brock outside for ball one. It's always interesting. I love this part of the game to figure out what are they going to do to pitch to him in this situation because you have first base open. He's an RBI machine in his career, right? ton of power. How do you pitch to Brock? Do you say, hey, my best versus your best, or am I going to say, hey, I'd rather face the next guy and see if Brock can get himself out? 1-0 pitch to Hale, taken high. Now two balls and no strikes to the senior from Arizona. Yeah, that's back-to-back sliders, one that was way away and one that stayed up and in. Does he come with a fastball here? You'll know if he goes to slider, then he knows you're trying to maybe pitch around him. Jelilich at second. 2-0 pitch. Grounded to the shortstop, Rivera Shaheen. And he gets Hale at first. And now at third is Danny Jelilich, but with two outs here in the top of the third inning. Well, advance the runner, right, which Brock is hoping for an RBI right there, but he got down the line, almost beat that out. And now Clough gets a chance in another RBI spot. You know, he had a better chance his first time up with one out. Now with two, no great chance to, to clutch up here and, and, and take a 2 nothing lead. Two outs now. To cl- two outs with Clough at the plate. First pitch is ball one. BYU leading one to nothing. The Mitch McIntyre home run in the top of the second inning. Jelilich at third. Base hit will add to BYU's lead. Perez pitch to Clough. Taken for strike one. Now one ball and one strike with two outs. Yeah, steady case of off speed. He went first pitch changeup for ball, then he went backdoor slider for strike one. Not, not giving in and going fastball here to Clough. Kringlin on deck. 1-1 pitch to Jackson. Low and inside for ball two. Notice how the shortstop really is shaded up the middle. He's, no, he's not playing anywhere close to a normal shortstop would. He's on the grass deep up the middle trying to take away that single. 2-1 pitch taken for strike two. Two balls and two strikes. Two balls, two strikes, two outs in the top of the third. Clough is the batter. Left-handed batter. Jelilich at third. Another breaking ball, too. 2-2 pitch on its way. Clough fouls that. Right at Coach Trent Pratt. Makes the easy one-handed grab. No big deal. Yeah. Count still 2-2. Two and two. pitch from Perez to Clough on its way. Jackson hits a hard liner right at the first baseman, Marbach. He's able to glove it and step on first, and that retires the side for the Cougars. They leave a man stranded. We head to the bottom of the third. It's 1-0 BYU on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. 
Now back to the ballpark and Jason Shepard. Bottom of the third here at Whataburger Field in Corpus Christi, Texas. BYU leading one to nothing. Jared Lesser on the mound. Facing the shortstop. Number 45, Stephen Rivera Shaheen. Lesser now evening the count at one ball and one strike to Rivera Shaheen. Jared's done a nice job. Pitched two innings, one hit, three strikeouts. Looked in command. 1-1 pitch outside for ball two, two balls and one strike. Mentioned BYU taking on Ohio State tomorrow. It's a game you'll hear on BYU Radio and ESPN 960. 2 p.m. local time, 1 p.m. mountain. 2-1 pitch from Lesser outside. 3-1 to the Islanders shortstop, Stephen Rivera Shaheen from gotta, Puerto Rico. He's got to get back in the count right here. Don't want to walk the leadoff batter. 3-1 pitch. Shaheen hitting that into left center. Nice job by Mitch McIntyre moving to his left to make the catch. One away. That's the one thing that the, the Cougs have this year is defensive speed in the outfield. Brock isn't the fastest guy in the world, but his jumps and angles are unbelievable. Then you have Mitch and Jelich out there that are just phenomenal athletes that can really run. Not a lot of fly balls are going to land in those gaps this year. The batter now, Luke Marbach, the first baseman from Texas. Ground ball over to Matthews. Glove and a throw to first, and that's two up and two down quickly for the Cougars here in the bottom of the third. Yeah, great job by Matthews. He can really run there. Marbach was flying down the line, and Matthews had to come and get that. Absolutely threw a rocket to first just in time. Good play. Well, the good thing about that with Carson was he knew he had to make a quick throw because of the speed, yep. but nothing that he did was rushed. Absolutely. Everything was in control and was able to make a great throw for the second out of the inning. BYU with a one nothing lead. Now two outs here in the bottom of the third. The batter is number 32, Enrique Sanchez Jr. from Houston, Texas. Third baseman, singled in the bottom of the first inning. Swing and a foul ball off to the right side, out of play. One yeah. ball and one strike. Yeah, singled like you talked about in advance on an error yeah. and was standing there, you know, with on second with no outs and back-to-back -back strikeouts and an infield fly out and Lesso was able to get out of that inning. 1-1 one, one count to Sanchez. From Lesser on its way. Another swing and a foul. One ball and two strikes. I really am confident when I see Jared in a 1-2, two, 2-2 two, two count, 0-2 oh, count because he has so many yep. different weapons he can go to to try to get the out pitch. You make the hitter guess when he's got a when he's ahead like this. It's one ball, two strikes, two outs. Time was called at the plate. Sanchez steps out, takes a couple swings, and is ready to go. 1-2 pitch, swing, and a miss. He struck him out. 
Jared Lesser rolling through three innings here in Corpus Christi. We head to the top of the fourth. Cougars with a 1-0 lead on the new skin. BYU Sports Network.